hello, good morning. I am excited about today's episode because we are going to talk a talk about a topic that is highly, highly requested. I have been requested to talk about this a lot. Now, I'm not going to be able to get into the nitty gritty too far because there's a lot on this topic, but I'm going to get you started. So if this applies to you, definitely dig into it more online. Do your research. Make sure you know what you're talking about. Make sure you understand the rules, but I will get you started here today. So as you probably saw in the title, I'm talking about the special provision FERS employees. Those that don't have the same retirement rules as the regular FERS, right? You may read things online that are meant for regular FERS employees and it may not apply to you. And people are, get frustrated when they can't find good information because there's very, very little good information about the special provision FERS employees and the retirement rules and things that come into play that are different than the regular system. So let's jump right in. So there's a few positions that are stereotypically in these special provisions, and they are, I'm gonna read them off. Okay, air traffic controllers, firefighters, law enforcement officers, Capitol Police, Supreme Court Police, and nuclear materials cur couriers. If you are one of those, you are most likely in the special provisions, but make sure, make sure, make sure you uh, make sure you're in the right system based on your position and you can find that information on your SF50s. There's different codes depending on which system you're in, whether it's CSRS or FERS or special provisions FERS. So let's go over the two big differences in retirement rules that if you are a special provisions FERS, these will affect you. And they are pretty dramatic as I'll share an example of how dramatic these things are. And if you are planning on one or the other and you, you are planning based on rules that don't apply to you, then that can be a huge, huge no-no in your retirement planning. And you may actually get more than you think you would. So let's jump right in. So for those federal employees who are under the regular system, let's start there. Let's start with the regular system. There are a few things that you have to meet to be eligible for a complete immediate annuity or basically to retire right away with all your benefits. Okay. You have to be at least 62 years old with five years of service or age 60 with 20 years of service or hit your MRA, your minimum retirement age and have 30 years of service or you can actually retire with 10 years of service at your minimum retirement age but your pension is going to be reduced. So that's, that's the regular system. Now for special provisions, it's different. It is different. So the rules are under special provisions that if you are age 50 and with 20 years of service or any age with at least 25 years of service, you are eligible to retire with an immediate retirement. Let's say someone starts young at age 20, right? At age 20, they start and they get their 25 years by age 45. They can retire with an immediate pension, immediate annuity with all their benefits and keep it for the rest of their life. That's a perk of the special provisions federal employees, right? That's just how the system is set up. So that's a huge, huge difference is when you can retire with full benefits. Now, if you don't get the full 20 years, as a special provisions first, the rules change and you wanna look at that. But if you're able to clock at least 20 years, you can retire if you're at least age 50 or any age with 25 years. Okay, so the next big, big difference is 
once you retire, so you can retire early, but once you retire, your pension is actually calculated differently. And in a nutshell, the first 20 years of your career, you get more dollars, more pension dollars for every year you work than the regular FERS. And typically they do this because the de physical demands, the mental demands of these positions are high, and so careers are shorter and the pension goes up. Okay, so let's dig right in. So you probably already know this, but for FERS employees, the pension calculation is your high three, times your years of credible service times your multiplier. Now the big difference between regular FERS and the special provision FERS is the multiplier amount. So for regular FERS, let's start there. Your multiplier, if you're on the regular FERS system, is 1%. Unless you have at least 20 years of service at age 62. If you retire at 62 or later and you have at least 20 years of service, your multiplier would be 1.1%, right? So that's for regular FERS employees. Now, for those under the special provisions, that is different. So, for the first 20 years of service under the special provisions, your multiplier is 1.7%, a huge, huge difference. difference. But once you hit 20 years, then for every year after that, you get 1% added to your pension. So that's the multiplier after 20 years. So they heavily, heavily weight the first 20 years of special provision FERS career. Now, you may say, okay, that doesn't sound like a huge deal, but what difference does it actually make? Let's go over an example. So let's say there's two federal employees. Let's say a regular FERS employee whose name is George. Let's call him George, right? And let's say there's a firefighter FERS who is in the special provision. His name is Frank. Okay, both of these people have clocked in 25 years of service, and they are both retiring at 57. Now, they both had high three salaries of, let's say, 100,000. Just keep the numbers simple, okay? So, George, the regular FERS employee, if we run the math, his gross annual pension comes out to, so his, his high three, which is 100 grand, times his years of service, which is 25, times 1%. Right? So that comes out to $25,000 gross annual pension. Done. Simple. Okay. Now Frank, he's a firefighter. He was in the special provisions. And what does, what does that do to his pension? Okay. So, like I said, there's two different parts. This is the first 20 years and every year after that. So for the first 20 years, he gets 100 grand times 20 times 1.7%. And that equals $34,000. Okay, but he also gets 1% for every five years after the first 20. So 100 grand times five times 1%, which equals five grand. Now you add those together, that's 39 grand. So just to recap, especially if you're on the, the podcast, you may not be able to see this. So the regular FERS employees, George, <laughs> George, he has an annual pension of $25,000. Gross, gross pension, not net, gross. The firefighter Frank, under the special provisions, has a gross annual pension of $39,000, okay? So $14,000 difference because they're in different retirement rules, different provisions, and that makes a huge, huge difference. Even though with exactly the same years of service, retiring at exactly the same age, and with exactly the same high three. So it makes a big 
different. And like I said, I really am not going to get too deep in this podcast. I really don't like getting into the weeds too much because I start getting into things that don't apply to a lot of people and most of my listeners. So my goal here is to wet your whistle, <laughs> right? To give you something to get started. To say, okay, I am a special provision first. What does that mean for me? Do I understand the rules well enough so that I can get the most out of my pension? And for many federal employees that are under the special provisions, they can retire earlier. And so the choices become, okay, do I want to start a new career? Or do I, do I just want to simply retire early, right? There's lots of different options depending on what rules you fall under. The, the, the problem is just knowing them well enough to say, okay, how do I get the most out of them? Make sure I'm not leaving anything on the table. And then you can plan out your career, your retirement, your benefits, all that good stuff. So that is it for today. I hope that is helpful. If you, special provision first, if you have any other questions, put them in the comments below. I'll do my very best to create content that is helpful and interesting for all federal employees that are under the first system, whether the special provisions or not. So I hope that is helpful. You guys have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time.